Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome in to the Inside Carolina podcast. This is a emergency commitment podcast of The Scoop. listening to the scoop podcast i'm your host ross martin this is don callahan and george petaway has committed to north carolina so you get an emergency podcast what's going on don not too much just excited to talk about george petaway there we go let's get right into it not waste any more of your time george petaway let me bring him up here sorry about that um commits to north carolina on wednesday from Virginia, the 5'11", 190, 190-pound uh, running back. He's ranked number 98 in the country, number seven running back in the country, and number four player in Virginia. He's a four-star, but kind of that top-tier, top 100 four-star. Um, you know, all the signs indicated he wasn't committed to UNC, and he did joining UNC's 2022 uh, class. And he's now the second running back commit for the Tar Heels, joining Amari on Hampton. So UNC now has two high-level four-star commitments. Don, your initial kind of thoughts on Petaway committing to the Tar Heels? Well, those who listen to the, the Scoop podcast regularly or read my stuff on Inside Carolina frequently know I'm, I'm a big fan of George Petaway from both on the field and off the field. On the field, he, he's a dynamic offensive weapon, a danger to score whenever he touches the ball. He's, uh, you know, a great as a receiver out of the backfield, or you can flank him out wide and uh, he can run some routes off the field. This is a kid that despite all of his accomplishments, he has a chip on his shoulder. And that shows in every sort of setting, he takes every single drill during a camp setting, for example, and he, he performs in it as if it was a Super Bowl. every single rep from start to finish. It's just amazing to, to kind of just watch him just work in just something that's as meaningless as, as a, a rep in a, in a camp setting. All right, we'll get into it more here. First, this is brought to you by Johnny T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. And of course, Blue Shark, Blue Shark Vodka, the sponsor of Inside Carolina Post Game Live, the smoothest vodka in the world. Okay, Don, let's get into his recruitment. Um, he had tons of offers. He's a, he's a top recruit with, you know, national offers. How'd that kind of progress, you know, going back a year, year and a half ago to where we are now with committing to UNC? So he, like a lot of guys, I guess, walked into June with a good amount of schools that he was interested in. And he ended up taking official visits to Penn State and Michigan. I think Penn State was a real threat early on and probably to until they filled up and when they got two running back commits but also there's other schools in there like florida oregon um virginia was in there at one point ultimately about a month ago he narrowed it down to unc penn state florida and oregon 
He had never visited Oregon, which makes it hard to kind of envision envisioning him choosing that school, considering it's on the opposite side of the country. Penn State, as I mentioned, filled up. So it was hard to see him going there. Florida definitely is in need of a running back and was recruiting him pretty hard. But outside of a June visit to his campus, wasn't getting a great feel. So this ultimately kind of set up as UNC's to lose for a while. You know, Dre Bly has done a, a fabulous job in the Tidewater area. George is a 757 recruit. So that obviously worked in UNC's favor. You know, he he's close with a lot of the guys that UNC is recruiting, including a couple of their commits, works out with them, uh, uh, participated in seven on sevens during um, uh, the the fall. Because Who is that? Which commitments? Um, Tayshawn Chapman and and Taiwan Holloway. Uh, they, they had some seven on seven leagues going on during the fall because Virginia, like North Carolina, their high school season was delayed into the spring. Um, so a lot of things were working in North Carolina's favor. Obviously, the proximity helped because he was able to visit Chapel Hill more than any other school and actually made a game visit during the, uh, the dead period last, uh, last season. Yeah, it seemed like North Carolina was always in there and they never were out of it. Um, and even from the beginning, maybe even going back to when the old uh, running backs coach was recruiting him last year, it seemed like UNC was always there because of the proximity, because of the offense. Um, why do you think that was? Does UNC just get in early and just maintain good connections? Or what kind of, I guess, drew Petaway to, to UNC initially that, that maintained that relationship throughout the process? Well, I think Dre Bly. I mean, his name is just, I think you have to visit that area of the country to just know how well he's respected there. There are practice fields named after him. Uh, everybody in that community knows him. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing how um, some of the parents of recruits played with um, Dre growing up. Um, and, and he's just such a personable, personal guy that, um, you know, he's not those standoffish NFL types. I mean, he's a guy who talks to everybody. So he knows everybody in the area. He has family in the area. His sister teaches in the area. So I think just his presence really helped North Carolina. And as I mentioned, the proximity, it's, it's easier to travel to North Carolina for, you know, a, a day as opposed to driving all the way down to Gainesville. Of course. Um, and then why now? Uh, I read, I guess, Brian Jones' intro article uh, earlier this week uh, about the timing. But from your perspective, I mean, he waited a little bit longer than some recruits, but he's still announcing pretty early. Um, or I guess it's kind of normal. But what's your thoughts on the timing and why it lasted this long and why now? Well, really, if you think about it, he probably – if you talk to people behind the scenes, they feel like this decision has been made for a while. Now, right. he might not have actually committed until recently, but UNC was kind of the decision. But George is, is a different cat. You know, he mm. does things his own way. And I think the only person that could truly tell you why he chose now would be him. Now, the one thing I will say is that he's in this weird um, a time in his football uh, schedule where he actually has back-to-back bye weeks. So this, this falls right in the middle of that. I'm sure that played a little bit of a factor because uh, he's announcing right after his uh, practice on Wednesday, or he announced right after his practice on Wednesday. And so, and so um, it, I'm sure it made it easier for his coach to kind of okay that knowing that they, they didn't just play an opponent and they weren't playing opponent on Friday. There you go. Running back, George Petaway, 5'11", 190, 2021, 2022 class, ranked 91 in the country, 
number seven running back, number uh, four player in Virginia commits to UNC. Uh, this doesn't move up UNC's class more in the rankings. I was looking at it earlier. Um, they now have 14 commitments, and I believe are still ranked number 14 in the country. It does give them two of the top 150 ranked running backs. Or, or Amarna Hampton is 146. So they have two running backs, both ranked in the top 150. We're going to get into more about George Petaway as a uh, player and analysis after the break. I want to talk to you about Giant T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com, the one-stop shop for all your UNC apparel. And remember, for all those new listeners, inside Carolina subscribers get 10% off their orders. They go to the premium message board, subscribe to UNC to Inside Carolina, um, and you can get all the good discounts from Johnny T-Shirt, JohnnyT-Shirt.com, right on Franklin Street and right online at GiantT-Shirt.com. And our new sponsor, Blue Shark Vodka, the smoothest vodka in the world. Uh, found in all 100 counties in North Carolina. I've been making some great cocktails with them. We want to thank Connor Barth and the people at Blue Shark Vodka for sponsoring this podcast. It's a local vodka uh, based in Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, and it uses sweet North Carolina corn in all their uh, bottles here. So Blue Shark Vodka. I want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast and the Inside Carolina Post Game Live. Listen to that live after all UNC football games on Inside Carolina's Facebook and um, YouTube channels. All right, Donald, let's get into George Petaway as a player. I've seen a couple clips, and he is just so dynamic. He's such that kind of scat back receiver, very quick, very elusive, very fast, just what UNC needs. You know, after seeing UNC's two games where they kind of lack that dynamic um, running back, Getting a player like Petaway along with Amar and Hampton is going to be a huge boost to that running back room. We'll get into that running back room in a moment, but what just a little bit more about him as a player, what you've seen from him, what you think he'll bring to the, the UNC backfield. Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, I mean, he's a guy who will be tremendous in the, the receiving game. He has a great yeah. pair of hands, runs great routes. He's super dangerous after the catch, uh, which is to be expected. As a runner out of the backfield, he's more elusive than anything else. You know, he's going to make you look foolish with some good moves, but he also has great vision, can see the lanes, has great anticipation to uh, see the path to the end zone before it fully develops. Okay, great. Yeah, it checks all the boxes. I mean, he's an elite guy. Um, you know, signing a, a top 100 player, it's not very often they do that. And for UNC to get two that are top 150 is pretty incredible haul for this class. Number seven running back in the country. So you're talking about, you know, getting a, a top – 30 running back would be, would be pretty good. UNC gets, you know, two that are top 10. Let's look at quickly here before we get out of here. Let's look at UNC's depth chart for the running back room. Just get some thoughts from myself and Don. Um, next year, they lose Ty Chandler, but Josh Henderson, this is as long as no one transfers. And I personally would expect um, at least one of these guys to transfer. You have Josh Henderson. Uh, I think he'll be a senior. DJ Jones and Elijah Green. Green has not played this year. Um, and DJ Jones has been injured some of the games so far this year. They're going to be juniors. Um, Caleb Hood and Kamara Edmonds will be sophomores. Remember, some of those guys get an extra year, but we're basing it kind of on just what they should be academically. Um, so you you insert George Petaway and Amara Hampton as freshmen. Don, when you when you read those names and kind of having covered each recruitment, how does uh, how does George Petaway stack up in terms of being able to play as a freshman in twenty twenty two? I think it's going to be difficult to keep him off the field, to be completely honest, him and Hampton. You know, obviously, Hood and DJ Jones will have an advantage because they've been in the offense for much longer, especially DJ Jones. Um, but um, 
it, it's really going to be interesting to see what they do because right now, I guess it's like a three-headed monster or I guess a two-headed because it's really DJ, Ty Chandler and Caleb Hood right now. Yeah, because DJ's. Uh, but do you expect DJ Jones to kind of make it a three-way kind of running backfield for um, once he gets healthy? I think what we saw against Virginia Tech that they, they liked him in there, so I think when he's healthy, he'll play some. But Caleb Hood's right now the number two back. Yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, at least Hood and probably DJ Jones will have an advantage. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what UNC does. And a lot of it will depend on, you know, the development of Hampton and, um, and Petaway. Yeah, I think talent-wise, uh, Hampton and Petaway are, are probably going to come into that room as two of the more talented running backs UNC's had in the last three or four years um, in terms of just new players, uh, not including Javante Williams and Michael Carter. But um, so, yeah, like you said, I think it's going to be hard to keep at least one of those guys off the field considering what we've seen from what UNC has right now. Um, I could see Petaway being kind of a return guy, maybe. Is mm-hmm. that a possibility? Uh, oh, yeah. Kick, kick returner, breakaway speed, that elusiveness, stepping in for Ty Chandler, who's a, a returning kicks right now for UNC. So the, the name that he reminds me of, for those who are better, or I guess visually, is TJ Logan. I feel like they're very, huh. very similar. And, and I mean, at um, Northern Guilford High School, TJ Logan was, was an absolute stud led them to multiple state championships broke a bunch of records um Petaway has that same sort of skill set yeah I mean I'm sure he just dominates high school games just kind of seeing some of his film here um all right that's about it let's just look at the class real quick um you know it didn't have the in-state talent that the 2021 class has but UNC's hitting on a lot of their major targets in state and out of state they land Travis Shaw um, they landed George Petaway today. So Petaway is now the, the second highest ranked player in the class. They went out and got Sebastian Sheeks, who's the third ranked player in the class right now from uh, Evanston, Illinois. And then in-state, Amaran Hampton, Malik Hamrick, and then some players who've been committed for a long time, uh, Tyshawn Chapman, Tayon Holiday, um, and some other in-state guys. A lot of Virginia players. I think there's going to be more Virginia players than North Carolina players, which is pretty unique but kind of shows that under Mac Brown, UNC is getting back into the Tidewater area with the help of Dre Bly and proving um, to be a very fruitful area for UNC recruiting. So UNC lands uh, 2021 four-star running back George Pedway out of Suffolk, Virginia, um, number 98 player in the country, number seven running back, number four player in the state of Virginia. A huge recruiting win, beat out Penn State, Florida, um, Oregon, you know, a lot of other regional schools for the talents so of very talented and electric and dynamic running back. Don, any closing thoughts? No, I, you touched on everything. You did it per- perfectly. All right, guys, we appreciate you listening to this emergency version of the scoop podcast brought to you by Johnny t-shirt and giant t-shirt.com. And of course, blue shark vodka. I'm your host, Ross Martin. And this was Don Callahan. We appreciate you listening. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer, along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats.